Episode 53. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Edsona Allen. And we're Real Church Matters, where we talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters. Real Church Matters. How are you, Edsona? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. Episode 53. 53 weeks at this. It's amazing. Absolutely. This is our season two. <laughs> okay. Season two it is. <laughs> It's episode 53, I know for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Season two. Because if you go on season two and stuff, then we got a season finale. We got cliffhangers. No. I don't we don't, get we don't all need that. all that. It's we got to just... have a special ep- flashback episode. <laughs> we we got to, you know what I'm no, saying? We got to be don't. like on, a, on an extra serious Real Church Matters. <laughs> they deal with drug use. And I'm like, that's what I don't take those drugs. And you're dancing around, hopped up on pills like Carl no. was. People do season two podcasts all the time. But it's episode 53. Episode 53. and It's amazing. Even in season two, we still do housekeeping. So Yeah, we do. With that being said, housekeeping. Housekeeping. You can check us out at realchurchmatters.com. You yes, can ma'am. like us. You can share us. You can check out any old episodes. Where um, you can check them out on our website, which I just said, realchurchmatters.com. Or you can go to SoundCloud and look at our SoundCloud page. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at which, Real Church Matters. Yeah. Twitter at Real Church MTTRS. Mm-hmm. And Facebook at FB.ME forward slash Real Church Matters. I don't know how you remember that. Like us, share us. Repost us, retweet us. We love the love. Encourage us. We love the encouragement. It's good. You guys don't know how many times I hit stop on the podcast and was like, that's when I think that's it. I think that's all I got. He's lying, guys. I don't think we could do this anymore. (laughs) He's embellishing. But their encouragement keeps me going. It does. And it, it just lets me know, hey, somebody's listening. As long as somebody's listening and God is listening, he's pleased. If you want to subscribe or oh, support us, you go to patreon.com forward slash Real Church Matters. Matters. You can give as much as you like, but if you give more than $10, then you become part of an exclusive group that not just get a little more Matters content, but you get special gifts. And we have one that's cooking up for early summer, mm-hmm. late spring. Mm-hmm. That we think that you guys are really going to find to be awesome. Super excited about that. Super excited about it, and we're almost done with it. I can't wait to get it to you. We're almost done starting it. (laughs) Jesus help us. It's season one. We already have typecast a villain. With that being said, there's also (laughs) merchandise you can give. I mean, uh, you can purchase items to wear your heart. Your faith on your sleeve. I'm all messed up. Wear your faith on your sleeve. We we appreciate that as well. Yep. But um, with all that being said, it's always obedience over audience. So since we have an audience still. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Episode 53 is about getting out of your feelings and getting into the spirit. Mm. What are you talking about? We're talking about emotions. Mm-hmm. We're talking about feelings. And it was interesting because... Somebody uh, was telling me like they was having a conversation with somebody and uh, they were really trying to get an understanding to them as as to what it means to really be in your flesh 
and really be in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And they were having a hard time understanding how the way they felt wasn't true. Right. The way they felt wasn't pure, wasn't honest, since it was how they felt. And and we we really don't really do a good job of teaching people or giving them an understanding of that. And so I wanted to get into that today. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we're taught, you know, the flesh is, you know, feeling uh, lusty, feeling, you know, all those bad, quote unquote, bad things. But nobody thinks about like the it in its real form, like how we we operate in our flesh, like. Even when we're not even paying attention, just the natural the small application thing. of yeah. it, yeah, just living life. Yes. So when we talk about, are you in the spirit or are you in your feelings? And we're going to really use in your feelings because when we talk about the flesh, it gets into some other things. But we want to focus on this one particular part of being led by our emotions. Yeah. Uh, being led by our desires in that regard, and so we're going to talk about being in your feelings. To jump into it, let's go. Colossians chapter 3, verse 7 through 9 says, In the, these you two were in these you two once walked mm-hmm. when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouths. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self. With its practices Mm -hmm. We see right there There's that line Between things But he's letting us know That what's wrong With these things Is the fact that We're living in them Yeah Not living with them Yeah I mean Because we're going to Have feelings Like we're humans Like you're going to We're going to have feelings So if people Was taking notes Or whatever Number one Understand it Feelings are something We have to live with But that we don't Have to live in Yes We don't have to live in them. Living in them puts us in a place of operating by our feelings, which leads to things like anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk, lying to one another. He said all of that stuff comes with being in your feelings, not having feelings, but walking in them, being in them. And I think that when we start there, we can start asking ourselves some real questions. Yeah, I also think about like how we operate. We operate based on what we we're being led by. And when you think of being led by your feelings, you it's almost like you're a slave to them because you're doing whatever they tell you to do, basically. Right. And so when we look at it as I have it on and I'm moving in it, mm-hmm. it, it takes me back and says, wait a minute. He says that I need to put off the old self and its practices. So I know there's a difference between being in God and being in my feelings. It's true. And that being in myself is being in my feelings because feelings are part of self's old practices. It is. It's the way self moved. Self moved by its feelings. Mm -hmm. I felt like it. How many times you heard that? How many times you said it out your mouth? (laughs) We I did it because I felt like it. Right. Like, yeah. So when we talk it's about... nothing deeper. Yeah, when people talk about being a new Christian or getting rid of the old things, really what you're talking about is not no longer being in my old self. Yes. I still got to live with my old self. Yeah. I still got to live with feelings. I still got to live with thoughts, but I'm not going to be in them. Yes. And to be in them means to be involved with them. Yes. It means to be connected with them. It means to be 
overcome with them. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. But we are all living. But what we are living in is where we differ. We all have emotions and feelings, but we shouldn't be living in them. We need to get out of our feelings and into the spirit. So Galatians 5.16 takes us to the point where he says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yes. He tells us what we need to be in now. He says, get out of your old self and your old practices where you did what you felt where you were involved in how you felt, where you walked in what you felt, where you lived according to what you felt. He said, get out of that and start to walk according to the spirit. Be in the spirit. He said, no longer in the flesh. You got to live with the flesh, but be in the spirit. Yeah. And I feel like what we're talking about is so important, too, because... Everything about society is is about reaffirming our feelings, you know, feeling feeling justified in what you feel like. And and that's not good because that's not what God is teaching us. That's why we can't agree because everybody's just in their feelings. Yep. This is how I feel. And you're this is how I see things. But how you see it needs to be according to the spirit. Yes. And not according to your flesh. Not according to your feelings. Why do you see it that way? We need to all ask ourselves that. Why you see it that way? Why see it that way? Because I feel like, well, right there, we have a problem. Well, you just saying that because that's not the way you feel. Well, hopefully I'm not walking in my feelings either. Hopefully both of us are walking in the spirit. Because if we move by feelings, we'll never agree. Ever. That's why there's chaos. That's why there's envy. That's why there's malice. Yep. Because slander, because you, slander. yeah, because that goes into even protecting your own feelings. Cause, Absolutely. Because once you put them out there, you want to protect them. Everybody just wants to protect how they feel instead of saying, you know what, let me take this off and let me get in the spirit. Because he says, in the spirit, I can't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because that's what it means. When I'm in something, I'm fulfilling it. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I'm fu- when I'm fulfilling, you're obeying it, it. I'm obeying it. Yep. He says, whatever I'm in, I'm yielding to, or I'm fulfilling, I'm obeying. He says, get in the spirit. That's right. Everything we should we do should be fulfilling and obeying the, the spirit. spirit. And we say it so casually, like I was just in my feelings, like yeah. it, it's become that, and it, it shouldn't be. It literally <laughs> needs to be that we are foregoing how we feel and more concerned about how God feels. Yes. That when we get into feelings that way, you want to, you're going to have to deal with. You feelings. have to engage with them. I in have some to engage way. with my yeah. feelings, but I will never let my feelings be the motivating factor for how I go about life because I need how I go about life to please God yes. and make Him feel a certain way. That's right. I'm concerned with that. The way I used to be concerned with how I felt. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was the utmost priority for us. You know, everything about our lives is always about how we feel, how it makes us feel, and yeah. As opposed to God, which takes us to Romans 8 and 8, which says, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. When you're in your feelings, you are not taking into account God's feelings. When you're in the flesh, you're not walking in the spirit. When you're in yourself, you're, there's no way to be in God. You know, I've I just been thinking, and you, you're doing a lot of thinking. 
all of us got to think. Yeah. But what are you thinking in? in? Yeah. A lot of us are thinking in ourselves. You're not thinking in God. He said he'll give you perfect peace. I said perfect peace. He'll <laughs> give you perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on him. him. And I feel like it gets confusing for us because the the thoughts come from the same place. Like if you get what I mean, like it comes from our brains and our hearts and our minds, but you still have to be able to separate the two. And like understand you have to. the motivating factor behind these thoughts so that you can cast down the ones that are in you mm-hmm. and uplift and feed the ones that are in, God, the spirit, in the spirit or of the spirit. Mm-hmm. In and of is the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's why he said he wants us to be in the world, but not of it because the end that we're talking about is a connection on the level of of Mm -hmm. he says you're physically in the world but i need your minds to be in me yes we're physically in the world but our minds need to be in god we physically have chemicals and brain matter that allows us to feel thoughts and feelings but those thoughts and feelings cannot be what we are in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's dangerous when we, we miss the point of this. <laughs> it's like literally you can be you can be in a car, but if the car becomes you, you die. How do I mean that? <laughs> I was like, wait, I know, what? right? Let's say you're driving in a car. Everything that this car is emitting is not affecting you. Right. Why? Because it's Going out into the atmosphere. Right. Take that car, put it into a garage, shut the garage. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> Why? Because everything that, wasn't funny, that that car emits now becomes a part of you. Mm. And now you die. There's a lot of carbon monoxide spiritually that we emit as wow. humans. There's a lot of things that are just outputting all the time. But when I let those things that are being... Uh, uh, transmitted and uh, uh, you know pushed out of my life when I let those outputs become my inputs they can kill me mm. certain true. things that I think I just got to keep it moving I just got to pass it away I can't let what's coming out of me rule what's in me mm-hmm. then we die and I hope that made sense to people uh, in some way If it made sense to me That means you're doing something right Because <laughs> we, we, we There's a certain thing That happens naturally With cars You can't get around it yeah. I mean you could do Emissions checks all day At the end of the day They're just trying to minimize The natural Toxicity That comes from The car yeah. And there's a natural Toxicity That comes from being human yeah. We are made Shaped In a what? Iniquity mm-hmm. There's a certain amount of thoughts that you just going to think that's just not good. Yeah. It's a certain, certain amount of feelings that you're just going to feel that are not good. But when you operate by those things, you're going to die. Yep. And so many people are. So many people are choking on the fumes of their lust. So many people are choking on the fumes of their feelings. Mm-hmm. And they can't see they can't but, see past it. And that's how I was talking about in the beginning, how we become slaves to it, because that's that's literally what it does. Yeah. It's, it's, we're serving it, and we don't even realize it. And here's the thing. It's a silent killer. It is. person just sitting in a the car, they just get sleepy. Yep. They say, you know, they go from sleep to eternal sleep. 
Because mm-hmm. it's just that quick. We gotta be that we gotta be careful. Understanding that this stuff, when we are operating from that, we can't please God. Yep. Another thing I realized too is the it's a scripture in Proverbs that talks about how uh our ways are pure in our own eyes. And we have to be careful of that too, because sometimes we'll think that everything we're doing is right, even if it's for God, we think we're it's right, but if we're not doing it in the spirit, then it's not. Because and we have to be able to make that distinction. Because when we're in something. Everything that we do filters through it. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes part of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we can't be in ourselves. Because even when we do the things of God, they will become marred and cankered and, and corrupted with us. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. <laughs> it's happened over the time, time and time again. Yeah, People say, well, this, this is a white man religion because they use this religion to enslave us. No, what they did was take something that was God's and pervert it through their own selfish feelings and desires. Yeah, and we do the same and thing. And we do the same thing. I ain't feel like working. <laughs> so if you ain't going to feel like working, then you want to get somebody to do your job. It's ironic to me. I know a lot of black business owners who pay their employees next to nothing and are constantly trying to get by. They're the ones pulling up to the Home Depot, picking up undocumented people and yeah. paying them pennies to do a whole day's worth of work, sometimes 12 hours. And then you say, you know, that's the white man's religion because he just used it to enslave us. Well, you, we what are you do, doing? Yeah. And we you know, don't even want to pay a person a decent wage. We know from earlier on in our business even when people would do that to us and it, it, it's not a good... Based on what? Feelings. But we'll consider it because they're giving us the opportunity that yeah. they're doing something right. It's, <laughs> it's what drives this world. That's why it's so corrupt. Because yep. everybody's just going by how they feel and what makes them feel good. And that's what he's saying right here. Is if you're in your flesh, you can't be in God, therefore you can't please God. First yep. Peter 3 and 18 says, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, Bring us to God. Why? So we can just stand beside God? No. No. So we can be in mm-hmm. God. He says being put to death in the flesh, mm. but quickened by the spirit. God is looking to remove us from the flesh and put us in the spirit so it can make us alive. He said the flesh kills us like that carbon monoxide. It kills us. Mm-hmm. It, it deadens us in the inside from the inside out. He said, but I want to remove you from that and put you in the spirit, which makes you alive. Mm -hmm. Daily, I'm more alive. I see better. Yeah. You know, as we get older, our eyesight gets bad. In Christ, as we get older, we see things better. Mm -hmm. You know how it is? Like You're in a marriage, and as the years go on, the love kind of wanes. Not in Christ. When you love in the spirit, the love grows. Amen. Everything is enlivened when we're in the spirit. Everything is dying slowly when we're in the flesh. It'll never feel the way it felt the first time. It'll never feel as fun as the first date. It'll never be as funny as the first joke. It'll never be as awesome as the first kiss. Mm -hmm. Why? Because everything's based on feels. And feels never feel the same. No. And feels never feel better. (laughs) Feels just feel mm-hmm. until they don't feel no more. And then we ready to go on to the next feel. That's why so many numb people walking around. Yep. It's the scary thing. 
Nobody wants to talk about it. We are. John eleven thirty three says, when Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Mm-hmm. He groaned in the spirit and was troubled. So we have these feelings. Sometimes we're groaning. Sometimes we're troubled. Mm-hmm. He says, but to be groaning in the flesh is not different. the same yeah. than being to groaning in the spirit. To be troubled in the flesh, it's not the same as being troubled in the spirit. Yeah. See, because when I'm troubled in the spirit, I feel what God feels. <laughs> when I'm troubled in my flesh, I feel what I feel. Yeah. And what I feel... It's what I feel. Yeah, and what you feel is a hopeless situation. Like when you're in your feelings, like it's it's like hopeless. Yeah. When you feel have those feelings in God and in the Spirit, there's hopefulness because you know that it's it's for a purpose. And in the way that I've taught this before, I've always been teaching that we got to get out of our feelings. Mm-hmm. But now, no, wanna, that's what everybody I, says. I want to ask people, like, yeah. not only what do you feel, but where does that feeling originate? From, um, yeah. Because no, even, even when you would hear people say, you know, it's just a feeling you get when you go up to the, to the altar and all that type of stuff. Like, it is really. But like you said, it's not really about that feeling. It's more about how, what, it, what state you're in, comes where from. it's coming from. Do you know what I'm saying? Because we feel feelings, and sometimes we have to dig deep and realize those feelings are attached to something not from the spirit, but from the fr- flesh. Yeah. There's times where when I was a kid, I would be so enthralled in the message and I felt away and I didn't know what those feelings meant. And there's times as an adult now I realize sometimes I'm just washed up in the emotion of it all. Of it all. Yeah, I mean, it's like awesome music and people crying and singing. Like, yeah, you'll, anybody could walk in yeah, and feel something. it's like watching something. a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> it really is. You're, you're in the midst of something. It's almost performance theater. Yeah. And it can sweep you up in emotion, and you can get so lost in that emotion that you will do things according to it, but realize, feel frustrated that those things didn't produce anything lasting because you didn't know they were just feelings Attached from yourself. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people go to the altar purely from a feeling of guilt. Or sorrow, but it's not a godly sorrow. sorrow. It's not a, they didn't feel sorrowed in the spirit. Mm -hmm. They felt sorrowed in their flesh. They were thinking about what they did yesterday with Tom (laughs) just two hours ago or 10 hours ago. And they heard the pastor preaching about something resonated and something hit them Mm -hmm. and they felt bad. Guilty, if it were, about what they did, but that guilt didn't come from how God made them feel. It came from how they made themselves feel. Yes. And how what they did made them feel. Yeah, that's true. And that's why they go to the altar and they feel bad, but that feeling of feeling bad and that act that they, they was motivated by that feeling never produces a change in their life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they in their feels. <laughs> And in order for you to receive salvation, you need to be in your faith. That's right. Not in your feels, in your faith. That's why I gave my life to Christ more times than I can count. Because half the time I did it, I was in my feels. 
And you got to be able to look back and discern which which <laughs> when times were and which times were. Absolutely. So you can know when it's, it's right. So you can be quickened in your spirit and everything you do can be made alive. That's where we need to be. Acts 18 and 5 says, And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in his spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ. He opened his mouth Mm -hmm. based on how he felt, Felt. but how he felt was from the spirit. Spirit. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A lot of y'all open your mouths based on how you feel, but how you feel is not from the spirit. So what comes out of your mouth is not spirit. It's you. It's all you. They got you written all over. So if we switch the scripture out to represent us, it'll be like Forrest came from PG (laughs) and was pressed in his flesh and went to the people across the way and told them how he felt. Mm hmm. That's usually how it goes. I'm going to give him a piece <laughs> of my mind. No, she need to know how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. It's not I'm just right. keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> you are? You keeping it real wrong. Real wrong. Yeah. And we find ourselves in this a lot because we're not pressed in our spirit, pressed in our flesh. Mm-hmm. We're, we're motivated by our flesh. Something won't let us go. I remember having conversations with people and the conversation didn't go that well. And I thought, it well, at least it's over. But they went home and they thought more about it. And then, and another thing. <laughs> Why? Because they were mulling over it. And they were motivated and pressed in their flesh. Like, I should have said this. And they came back with more. Yeah, I think because it's interesting because the flesh will press just as hard as the spirit will. Like, Absolutely. if not harder. Like, you know, it'll give you that same energy, that same confidence. And yeah, it'll lead you astray. Paul was pressed by the spirit and opened his mouth to share what the spirit had to say. Mm-hmm. Not what he had to say, what the spirit has to say. Yeah. We have to be careful. That's why social media is so interesting. Yeah. Social media is literally a social experiment. Experiment, And I cannot talk today. Mm-hmm. A social experiment in most ways. We look at Facebook and we read people's comments and they're arguing back and forth. It's just a bunch of people in their fields. Mm-hmm. It's just a party. It's just a feeling party. I need to say this. No, no, I'm going to say I gotta this. I got to get this off my chest. And, and you're like, you sure you need to say this? I need to say this. It's been bothering me all day. So you're really pressed in your spirit, aren't you? <laughs> no, no. Well, I guess I'm not really pressed in my spirit. No. You're pressed in your flesh, aren't and, you? And then it's creating this whole passive aggressive culture, too, because it's like you get it off your chest on social media and, and it stays there. It, yeah. le- it lives there. and It's memorialized. <laughs> yes. Constantly there to show us, and I wish they didn't even let us delete it, so people can just yeah. see how they allow themselves to be led in their feelings instead of having things to show how you are led by your spirit. Because he wanted to make you alive, but you wanted to show us how dead you were. Mm-hmm. Says we are depressed a lot of times, Antoinette. Because we are impressed by our feelings and not the spirit. Mm. I'm going to say that one again. We are depressed because we are impressed by our feelings and not the spirit. It's true. A lot of times people are feeling overwhelmed and they're feeling weighted down and they're feeling hurt. And they're feeling all these things because you are impressed 
by your feelings and not the spirit. Yeah, something I used to call it was like emotional masturbation because that's basically what it is. Like you, you, <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm crazy, but you just enjoy and you get it. It almost fulfills you like and in just indulging in your feelings and yeah. like justifying yourself and you're shelling yourself from you the world. And you yeah. let it force you into things that you didn't even realize you wanted to do or cared to do or didn't think that you even had the capacity to do. But that's what happens when you are led by your, your feelings. They depress us. Yeah. They depress us. They push us down. Another word for that is they overcome us. When you are in your feelings, you become overcome by them. Mm-hmm. The, think about it. You can't drown unless you in the what? Water. In the water. People can't drown in their feelings unless they in their what? Feelings. Get out the feelings. <laughs> You'll stop feeling overwhelmed by your feelings. That's all we talking about when we say depressed. You're just overwhelmed. You're by just it. overwhelmed by your what? Feelings. Mm-hmm. They are weighing down on you. Why? Because you got underneath them instead of staying on top of them. Yep. That's your job. You should be in the spirit so you can be out of your feelings and overcome and them. overcome them. Amen. That's your job as a believer. Mm-hmm. As a believer, you should be in the spirit. When you're in the spirit, guess what? You are above your feelings and you can push them down. And that goes with what we were saying earlier. Like you may feel angry. You may feel sad. You may feel those things. But when they're in the spirit there, it's a hope that goes with it. And that's that overcoming that you're talking about. It's a God revealing something to you so you can, you know, do something about because it. Because you see it a different way. Yeah. I'm going to see it a certain way when I'm in it. Yeah. It's, it's nothing any of us can do about it when we're in it. Mm-hmm. You, you can tell me all day, force, you you really wrong on this one. You know, I, I know, you, and that's why I love Antoinette. She keeps it real with me. She don't see me as, oh, he's a minister and I, he knows everything. So I don't have to say nothing. She tells me because sometimes we can be in something and can't see it from the perspective we need to because we allowed ourselves to be in it instead of above it right. by being in the spirit. Mm-hmm. We have to see things God's way. People get offended. Guys, for y'all who are offended by things, let me help you out. I know it's a lot of people that at this point, you ain't even listening to the podcast. But for those of you who are still listening, share it with people who don't listen. Let them know. Ask yourself, why are you offended? You are offended oftentimes because of the position you are putting yourself in. You're in your feelings. And so since you're in your feelings, from that vantage point, you can only see the situation a certain way. way. Yep. No, you don't understand. Every time I I say something, she ignore me. Are you sure? Are you sure you're seeing that the right way? Are you sure you're seeing that? Yeah. Yeah, every time I say something, but when they say something, come on. And I'm not actually talking about kids here. No. I'm talking about adults. adults. Yeah. Even when you think of people who, you know, treat the people that love them a certain way. I always have a weird feeling about people like that who... You know, whether it's a bad relationship with their mom or dad, like even if they did something wrong, it's just like sometimes they just got to get out of it and see it from a different way. Because people do it. Sometimes people do love you. And sometimes people just telling you the truth and you you can't see it from your like you said, you can't see it in your feelings or else it's not going to be received. Like It's not going to be received and nothing good can come from it. No. 
There is no resolution there. Sometimes you try to talk to people like, hey, you great mess up a good thing here. Yeah. You sure that you want to do this? I, I, I'm sure because this just, I can't live with this. I can't. I, are you sure? Because sometimes you just need to get out of your feelings and get into your faith. Yes. Get into the spirit and look at it another way. Mm -hmm. Because if you can, then there's some type of reciprocity. There's some type of unity and harmony that can come from it. Otherwise, you'll always disagree. Yeah. You always have malice, always have wrath there because you're in your feelings. feelings. And then like how we were saying, like when you're in your feelings, that overwhelming feelings makes you want to run. And that's a whole nother thing. But we're not supposed to run from that stuff. We're supposed to, like you said, just see it from a different perspective. Yeah. See it a different way. See it, see it in the way. spirit. You don't, you got to see it in the spirit. You have to ask yourself, you can't fight for the other person no. and their perspective. You got to fight for your perspective. Yes, God's and ask perspective. ask yourself, how am I seeing this? Mm-hmm. I'm angry, but am I angry in the spirit? Am I angry about the right thing? <laughs> yeah, and, and what am I ang- and what I'm angry about? Does it benefit God's purpose? Like sometimes we be mad about stuff, but it only benefits us. Like, Absolutely, everything we do has to be in the spirit. We're mm-hmm. gonna get to that, but I'm just jumping the gun because y'all got to be careful. You're sabotaging things in your lives through your flesh mm. that you should have been preserving and would have preserved if you was in the spirit. Mm. I love that word sabotage because like you said, you mess up something good, like something that was meant for your... your Man, somebody is right now signing divorce papers mm. based on their flesh, not on the spirit. Wow. And they want God to be pleased with them. God is, it's not about divorce. We got to look deeper. It's about disobedience. It's about being in his spirit, in his will. If he told you to write, sign your John Hancock on those divorce papers, then I'll sign it for you. I'll help you sign it. But if he didn't tell you to, if you aren't led by your spirit, if you know you're being led by your feelings and you know, then stop. (laughs) Because you burning bridges you can't build back. No. Some people are breaking relationships, not just marriages. Y'all breaking business relationships. Friendships. Friendships. You breaking Love connections with churches yep. all because of how you feel. feel. Yep. And then one day you're going you gonna to realize, you're going to finally come out of your folly, and you're going to realize, and then you're going to try to come back and make it right. Yeah. <laughs> and people should allow you to. God should allow you to. Yeah. Why? Because of grace? Mercy, man, you're you you. We, this is a side note, but I really want to help y'all understand. <laughs> you don't get a part of God if you don't want all of God. We're very interested in the grace and the mercy of God, but not in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. We're very interested in the love of God, but not in loving God. Yep. They're all one in the same, and if you want one, you take it all. That's true. You quick to come for another hit of grace, quick to come for another hit of mercy, but not quick to come and just learn of them. Yep. Or even how I was saying in a post I did today, how you you want guidance, you know, when it's time to make a decision about something or when it's, it's the stakes are high. Now, all of a sudden, it's God over everything. Yeah. But you you got to keep that same energy. Even uh, that's when, crazy to me. Yeah. You, you settle for the milk of the word. Until the stakes are high, now you want some meat. Eeky, Jesus, where did that come from? 
<laughs> well, you said steak and I'm hungry. Sorry. <laughs> it kind of goes from there. That's just the way it is. Nah, that was from the spirit, bro. <laughs> I'm not even going to let you minimize it. <laughs> but that's, that's a crazy part. And part of it is, Antoinette, that we are very fervent in our flesh, but not fervent in the spirit. Yeah. And, and let's make sure people understand what fervent means. This is what fervent means. Having or displaying a passionate intensity. Mm. Isn't that just surmise emotions yeah. and feelings in a nutshell? Yes. It's what, intense. It's he, like... This is what he's telling us. He yeah. says, be in your feelings in the spirit. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, be fervent in the spirit. Take all that energy you got, all those feelings you got, all that I feel as though, and start to feel as though what God says. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? All that, I want to give him a piece of my mind. Now you got to have that same energy and be like, I want to give him a piece of God's mind. That's all right. Keep the same energy, but have it directed to the spirit. That's all right. Romans 12, 11 and 12 says, do not be slothful in zeal. He said, don't be slothful in your emotions mm-hmm. and your feelings and your passion. He says, be fervent in the spirit. Spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Isn't rejoicing an emotion, Antoinette? Mm-hmm. He says, be patient in tribulation. He says, be constant in prayer. Yes. He said, keep that energy, but Just direct, redirect it, it towards the spirit. That's right. We very passionate about our passions. Now it's time to be passionate about God's passion. <laughs> yep. It's time to be passionate about the passion of the Christ. Yes. Which was to please God. A big thing I used to deal with with uh, being a Christian and stuff was I just felt like I, I knew too much. Like, I felt like I couldn't really be myself because I just knew too much. And I would indulge in, like, a sadness almost because I was like, I just know too much. I can't really, I can't do what I want and like normal people. And I was, th- I was reading about how in so- Song of Solomon, when he was writing, he was talking about a grief that's attached to wisdom. <clears throat> and, like, it, even when you feel those emotions, like you still have to be able to to see it in the spirit. In like, the spirit. Like how we were saying earlier, like you're going to feel emotions, but see it in the spirit. Like I don't know all this stuff just to know it. Yeah. You know it for a reason. Keep that energy. Keep that energy. If you grieved, be grieved in the spirit. Half time y'all grieved about stuff that grieves God. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, what you sad about? Well, I'm sad because I ain't get to go out tonight. Well, if you went out, gotta be sad. Yeah. So who you rather be sad? You or him? Do you know what I'm saying? I get what you mean. I, I, we grieved about things that don't grieve the spirit. Mm-hmm. We, we grieved about things that grieve, grieve the, the spirit. spirit. Yeah. But we not grieved about it in the same way. We <laughs> grieve because we can't get what do we it. want. Yeah. Because we can't do get, do what we want. That's the problem we're at. There's no energy put towards the spirit. No. You either see people happy in their sin or sad in their faith. <laughs> what is happening? It's true. Or fake happy in it. Or fake happy. Yeah. Ooh, I'm so happy. My husband cheating on me, but I love the Lord. <laughs> Sweetie, calm down. Let's take that down a thousand. And it's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be sad. Yeah. But you need to be sad in the spirit. Yes. Your tears should be ones that matter to God. You instead of crying about the fact that he cheated on you, cry about you the fact that his, God. he has disobeyed God. 
if instead of caring that he loves you, care and be concerned that he don't love God. Mm-hmm. Instead Keep of that caring that energy. your marriage is on the rocks, care and be concerned that he don't stand on the rock. <laughs> There's higher than high. <laughs> <laughs> People not, you know what I'm saying? I, I, sometimes, Antoinette, honestly, I feel like I'm saying things and I don't even know if I'm really saying it <laughs> in a way that people can get. And so I say it four or five different ways. I know mm. it just annoys you. But I'm like, maybe one of these ways <laughs> is the way that makes somebody go, aha. Well, that's what we're here to do. That's what we here we to got do. time to do it. So maybe might as well four say of those ways is just make people go, oh, oh. I don't want to hear you do that. I want to hear you go, aha. Got it. <laughs> See, this no, I mean. I'm this saying I, mean. I was adding on the aha moment. You like got it, like oh, I get said, it. it. Yeah. I thought you were saying like got it. Fools. No, you just said that three different ways. No. Proverbs fifteen. Many and four. times did you have to? A wholesome tongue. Proverbs fifteen and four. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverse perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Wow. And so when we are saying things that are part of life and are led by the Spirit, we're connected with life. He says, but when we speak perverseness, Mm -hmm. when we speak from ourselves, when we do anything of ourselves, it disconnects us a breach. Another word for that in another translation is break. Yeah, It's a break in the Spirit. It breaks. It almost makes me think of like a movie when they're like, there's been a breach in our system. Yes, like somebody yes. broke in. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> messed up the network. Somebody's messing with things. Yes. Yeah. There's a breach in the system, a break in the system. You could say that there's a, there, we're supposed to be directly connected to God and receive a clean transmission. Wow. And whenever we operate from ourselves, we break transmission with God. Mm. There's a ton of people who say God don't speak to them. And that's because you have broken the transmission. Wow. You want God to speak, but you only want him to speak what you feel. Mm-hmm. Transmission broke. <laughs> yep. We are reconnect the lines of communication with God by what? F- directing our feels to the faith. That's right. Or even how you just want to hear him in one aspect of your life and not all of them. Like, the it's the a minute breach. it don't connect with how you feel, la, 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 yep. la, la, la. <laughs> I don't want to hear Jesus. I don't know. No, I'm, no. I'm too busy. I don't. I don't feel like doing we that. We feel yeah. like they somebody tricked us. Mm-hmm. We sitting in church. The whole reason I'm here is to get my life together. And this God is keep telling me about how I gotta get my life like He wanted. I just want to get my life together. I want a job, a good paying job. <laughs> I want a man's, a nice man. <laughs> you start putting little adjective descriptions right? on each thing. Yeah. I want. I want a man who. He he uh, he loved God and loved me. He a snack. He gotta be a snack. <laughs> he be a snack. He need a full beard. Don't give me no man with no patchy beard, God. You know what I'm saying? Like this is where people are. It's true. And Valentine's Day is today, it's the man, day we're releasing this. So Valentine's Day is today, and we ain't even doing a Valentine's. We are kind of get out your feelings. Get out your feelings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a day full of just like. Uh, you don't need a snack. You don't like my. You need a daily bread. Mm, we might have to call the episode that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need the snack. You need the bread of life. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Oh my goodness. Everything is better out of your feelings and in the spirit. We talking about Valentine's Day, right? Colossians 1, 7 through 8 says, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf. Verse 8 says, and has made known to us your love in the what? Spirit. Spirit. Everything's better in the spirit. Yes. Love according to feels ain't love at all. Yeah, because it's not how it was intended. You know, it was created for, it wasn't created for that. Like when we use these things for what they weren't intended to be used for, then of course. Yeah, we can go to a whole thing about what love is. But whatever you think love is, if it ain't motivated by the spirit, it ain't really love. It has to be love in the spirit. People talk about making love and no spirits involved. Other than alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only spirit in y'all love is alcohol. That's true. And many times, in many instances, he says he was very impressed with their love in the spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to love, it needs to be in the spirit. If you want to be married, it needs to be in the spirit. Any of the emotions that you have need to be connected to the spirit in order for it to truly bear life in your life. Mm-hmm. I love you. How do you? How do I know you love me? Because you bought me some roses, a card, some chocolate. Because you got on one knee and asked me, will you marry me? I know you love me because you said I do. How do we know what love is? We don't. Unless it's driven and motivated by the spirit. Mm -hmm. I've seen the happiest couples. I done lived a little bit, Nat. Mm -hmm. I ain't old, but I ain't young either. Seen a lot. I done seen the happiest couples. I mean, dancing. She didn't dance with her father, his father. He didn't dance with her mother, his mother. We didn't, we didn't sing them off. They didn't pull the garter off, threw it backwards. Somebody <laughs> caught it. The person who caught it then got married, and they divorced. That's true. Hate each other guts now. How that happen? Feels that they're deceiving. Love by feels don't produce life. Yes. He even says, our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Who can know my favorite scripture? Because it just reminds me, your feels are deceiving. Here's the crazy thing. The only life that produces from y'all making love is children. But yeah. even they are born into death. Wow. Because y'all don't have true life. Because your love isn't led by the what? Spirit. Yeah. Mm. What you think makes a, ho- a house a home? The spirit. We'll walk in there and be like, it smells like they made love in here. This is they done made this house a home. I don't want your sex smell, don't do nothing for me. Jesus. <laughs> it's the aroma of, of the, the spirit. spirit that pleases God. Mm-hmm. It's the aroma of obedience that pleases God, that makes a house a home. A home. That's true. You know, I hate to be graphic a little bit, but I'm just saying. No, I mean, we. At the end of the day. It's our podcast. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, still, you know, for people who weren't ready for it, they'd be like, he's doing so well. <laughs> well, I said emotional masturbation earlier. <laughs> you sure did. And you powered And through you it. ain't even support me. I'll be supporting your stuff. <laughs> I, shupo- I supported you. My thing was. <laughs> you looked at me like. I never you heard going? that word come out of your mouth. What? It, 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 I never heard it come out of your mouth in a. In, 
I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> wasn't I wasn't ready. ready. That's all I'm saying. I wasn't ready. <laughs> but go net. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy. But anyway, that's the reality of it is that it's not everything that people base love on, whether it be a, 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 a flourishing physical relationship full of intimacy in that way, or whether it be an attentive person who listens to them. And and is hangs out with them, mm-hmm. and, and they Worship they have the engaging they conversations, or somebody who worships the ground they walk on, which is and a whole eats thing. Every word that they say, <laughs> you know, that's not love. I want somebody who loves in the spirit, yeah, who loves God more than me, who loves hearing His word more than my words, Sorry. who loves when I speak His words more than I speak words of my flesh. That's right. We, we don't blur the word worlds together. We don't operate in the spirit. So we can't love in the spirit. Since you can't love in the spirit, you can't laugh in the spirit. You can't keep a marriage in the spirit. You can't raise children in the spirit. You can't do nothing in the spirit. Why? Because you're in your fields. That's true. Chaos in your home. Your kids ain't listening to you. Because you don't even know how to raise them in the spirit. And I also think it comes from us like seeing the spirit as this mythical, like magical thing versus it being like literally what it is. Like how you said, like the spirit and the how and the what you're doing. You say you a believer. Then God came and pulled you out of death and quickened you with his spirit. Mm -hmm. Now he expects you to do everything through it. That's right. It's not that hard. No. It's not mythical. It's not mystical. (laughs) Watch yourself. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not. Show God what you're working with. You know? (laughs) Matthew 24 and 12 says, And because of iniquity shall abound, because they are constantly caught up in their fields, the love of many shall wax what? Cold. Cold. Even on this wonderful Valentine's Day. The love of many shall wax cold. cold. It's going to get colder and colder. Guess what? Because which you, your feels aren't enough to keep the flame of love going. Mm-mm. It's like little twigs. <laughs> you keep throwing them in there and it just burns them up. Yep. It's not enough. It's quick. You need the spirit, the all-consuming fire <laughs> to keep your fire and your marriage Burn. burning. I'm oh, sorry. You don't need no toys to keep the fire burning in your marriage. You need the all-consuming you fire. You got to get creative, you know. <laughs> you want to get creative? Open the Bible up. Learn tell, about the creator. So this way, you want to role play? Act like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Act like man. Jesus today. That's a good one. You got a thing for whips and change you like being hurt? Suffer for righteousness sake. Let's get real freaky tonight. You know, tell them. Could text them on the phone. Say tonight we we gonna do something different. When he get in, he be like, "What what, what you doing here? What we got going on?" You like, we gonna read the Bible <laughs> together. And <laughs> rub it like <laughs> we gonna read the Bible. He like you weirdly, you really get you wild. Want some wild stuff. You want some wild stuff. He like, yeah, we just gonna read the scriptures and pray together. Pray without ceasing. We gonna pray without ceasing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to seek God as to the future of our marriage. 
we're going to see what God wants us to do as it relates to loving each other and others. Remember when I told you I really wanted a child? We're going to come together and pray and ask God if he really wants that for us. <laughs> you can only talk in that voice for so long. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's that's some new stuff. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's that keeping it. That's, keeping that, it, that's uh, keeping it hot, fresh. Yeah, that's yeah. keeping it fresh in the bedroom. Come on, come on, guys. The love of many. <laughs> you got to spread cold. it out. You got to get on the single people now too, though. You getting on married folks? I I just go as I'm led. It, it must be some married people listening. Oh, uh, okay. Listen, the love of many wax cold because they are operating in their fields. <laughs> We wonder why we can't help it, but just lose lose the luster of love for people. Can't help it. Every morning you wake up and you just don't like them no more. Yeah, that's the those fleeting pleasures that the Bible talks about. Like the, just the feelings come, they go, they reappear, disappear. They do what they want to do. Proverbs sixteen thirty two says, "He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city." See, when you operate in a place where you are, you move in the spirit with authority instead of moving in anger mm-hmm. and moving in wrath and moving in malice and moving in your feelings, you are mighty. Mm-hmm. You're strong. Everybody say they want strong people in their lives. But what makes us strong is that we can move in our spirit instead of our feelings. That's right. Somebody was saying the other day, I'm too old to be fighting. Yeah, you're too old to be fighting. But if that's all you know, that's all, all you're you going to do. do. That's true. We got to get to the point where we know something better. You can't know better if you don't know something better. That's the frustrating thing about operating your feelings, though. It's like you can know all this stuff, but if you still operate based by them, it doesn't matter what you know. Because your feelings, you're going to do what your feelings say. You're going to do what your feelings say. Your feelings will rule you instead of you ruling by your spirit. Yeah. With the authority that God gave. He made you alive. You don't have to be a zombie in your feelings anymore. No. Why are you doing this? Do you know this is going to hurt our kids? No, I I, I don't care about that. All I know is that I need to be free. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. you say we don't talk about singles. Here's something that just hit my heart mm-hmm. about singles. Singles will constantly find themselves in a place of sabotage in a sense that they move into things that they are emotionally not ready for because they only have the emotion and not the spirit to direct that emotion. Wow. Yeah. You ready for love. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you ready for love. Yeah. But what makes you ready for love? If it ain't the spirit. I want to know. Like, what's the preparation? How do you know when something's ready? I guess when they feel desperate enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Domino's tell you when your pizza's ready. I yeah. know what that means. They give you the process That means my, for it. my pizza came out the oven. Yeah. That means it's ready to be eaten. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Are they you just mean. you ready for love just because you're ready to be eaten? You're playing games. I'm, I'm I think asking. I think it's because like you feel like you're at peak, like lonely. Like I'm just at the peak. It can't get worse than this. It's so I'm ready for it. Off, like, 
Yes. Peak loneliness. Peak loneliness. Yes. Peak horniness. Peak. Peak all of it. Like if it was a Disney movie, like your pillow would start talking. He'd be like, "Bell, there hasn't been a beast in your bed in a while." <laughs> is that that's what it is? That's peak loneliness. We need the lonely woman's version of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Belle, you wake up every day by yourself. You are single. A single candle for a single girl. <laughs> what is happening? That's what it is? I, 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 that's the way I perceive I mean, I'm When so, I hear I've heard, I hear people say it all the time. And people constantly tell me that I look at things a specific way because I'm a specific thing. Most of the time, they just talk about being a virgin. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they're saying, well, because you never tasted the devil's nectar, <laughs> you don't really understand what it's like. And maybe that's true. But I'm going to tell you this. The Bible. You know what it's like to be in the flesh and be in the spirit. <laughs> I mean, you. it don't get. No, I don't know why we make it like it's this deep thing. We make it like it's this deep thing because we want to validate how we feel. And so we create exclusivity in it. Yeah. And we want people to say to. to That's an isolated incident. Well, yeah. We want to isolate these <laughs> things and say, brother, you a unicorn. I'm a thoroughbred, a stallion. And I need to be out in the wild. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I get it. But let me tell you this. If you operate by your flesh and your feelings, it will light you on fire only to leave you out in the cold. Can you imagine taking enough for a cold journey? And can you imagine not having enough to make the journeys in? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you imagine being back in the day where the only way you could be warm is if you had fire? And the only way you had fire is if you had wood. And not having enough wood to make it through the winter? That's what feelings do. That's what feelings do. They make you feel like you got enough wood when for the you're winter. When you in it, yeah. Because you warm right. Now, that's true. Two wow. years into the marriage, you're out of wood. Mm. But not out of cold. Well, we could just weather this storm. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. could just make it through the winter. We could just shiver together. No, this storm is longer than you thought. Yeah. And I think basically what you're saying is you're, you're well, you're saying what you, you said, what you said, but I'm saying too, like, operating in the spirit gives us a wholeness. And when you operate in your fields, you only get pieces of, of things. You, get you only piece. get glimpses of things. Like When you only get pieces of the whole, you're left with holes. Tons of them. That's right. That's right. Oh, boy. that I felt that one. And you know what? I don't even want to put nothing behind that one. Get out your feels. Get in your faith. Get out yourself. Get in the spirit. Episode 53. 53. We ain't stopping. We won't stop, Antoinette. Why? Because we're not in our because we can't stop. I here I am thinking you, thinking you on the spirit and the spirit you are in the flesh. Mm-mm-mm. Won't stop, can't stop. Episode fifty-three. Real church matters. Force Hall. Antoinette Allen. We out. Mm-mm.